everyone and welcome to another episode of Love and Other Stuff. I'm Lala. And I'm Sharuk. Thanks for joining us this week. And today we are talking about commitment and what you need to know or what you should know about your partner before taking the plunge and committing to them. Shush, I know you're married. Um, and so what what kind of things did you want to know about Faris before you guys kind of um i mean did you did you guys agree to get married like did you agree like to get discussion? married did you agree <laughs> no it was it a was... discussion that you had or... yes of course um and um so before making the commitment i thought like for myself it was really important um to you know like understand like Faris's own uh, goals for himself what he wants for his own life what his outlook is um his own like values and what he like values and appreciates in his, in his uh, relationships as a whole. So like, you know, uh, the type of person that he looked for before the type of person that he uh, was with is with, is going to be with, you know, like not speaking like polyamory or anything, but just in the sense of what kind of person was he um, attracted to? Like not, not like not essentially physically, but you know, the kind of morals and stuff. Uh, so that was yeah that was a conversation that was that was had um yeah before making making a commitment and like deciding yeah we're gonna like move forward with this and was it something that you like sat down and spoke to him about or was it something that you kind of learned about over time because I see loads of like there was this um study that came out that was like ask your partner these questions to like fall in love and like you literally sit there and ask each other all of these like really, really open emotional questions. And by the end of it, you look into each other's eyes and you're like supposedly in love. So were these things um, like, did you guys sit down and have a conversation about this? Or was this something that you guys learned about each other over time? Uh, this was something that we learned about each other over time. I think definitely the core values that like attracted me to him um, was like learned early on like when we were having our conversations in our in uh, the early stages of our relationship but um other things that could just kind of like happened naturally and gradually over time as I imagine with um with most relationships because although it's like nice to like open up with your partner and one um one sitting and just like you know tell them everything about you I think it's 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 more natural to say that it happens every day when you're interacting with your partner. So I think that's where mm-hmm. that's where like the trust and the um you know the the willingness to be more committed to your partner happens like you know with yeah. with that everyday sort of like you know being together and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I also think that there's only so much that you can learn from actually like sitting with them and talking to them and asking them all these questions. Like you know, people kind of like romanticize that like oh we stayed up all night talking Mm. and it is really nice and it is really cute um and you do get to learn like you know if the if the conversation is of like substance and value you do get to learn about your partner but you're completely right it's it's there's like certain things that happen in like everyday life that you can't learn um in that one moment so like the one thing that I um really want to know about someone and I'm not going to know this in one night is like how they handle difficult situations Very so like true. how they handle conflict how they handle grief how they handle um like any any kind of any kind of trouble like financial trouble and stuff and that's that's something I want to know about 
in my partner but that's it's really difficult because like you can't be with someone and then be all like waiting for someone to die to like wait for them to react like it's a bit so I don't know I feel like that one is a bit like difficult to kind of gauge how they'd be but I do want to know like how someone would be how they handle themselves in difficult situations because imagine you're with someone and you're so close all the time and then something bad happens and they distance themselves and they just turn into a completely different person like you didn't know this this person existed like you didn't know that they could there was this side of them and suddenly because of one bad thing you know you you see a side of them that you kind of you don't really like but you've already kind of committed to them does that make sense yeah I mean I'm gonna be super honest I can be guilty of that um because like I'm like super bad at communication I'm super bad at confrontation I'm super bad at like opening up in general so I feel like when Mm. I'm like you know confronted with um a difficult a difficult conversation I definitely like go into myself whereas in a normal situation normal day-to-day life I'm you know like a bit like outwardly spoken or whatever uh so yeah it's it's um yeah it's it can definitely be like shocking for the person to um who's having to like witness that because then they're like oh like you know I did I didn't know you could be like this Mm. but then you can like you can only like find out find this out about the person that you're like that you're in a relationship with I guess I I don't know I feel like living with someone definitely like solidifies your knowledge of 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 them because you see them in like their most intimate environment like when they're vulnerable you're kind of like you're sharing the same space and stuff so um yeah it probably is a bit difficult if you're not living with that person because you know you're seeing always great sides to them like fun sides but you never know there's always you know like you know scenarios and situations where it can turn difficult um and you know you have. I I guess it's just it's just about learning like um about each other and like how you guys kind of deal with these situations and communicating and then Mm. you know if it is a difficult time for your partner just um you know trying to make it easy for them but I have okay I've got a question for you Mm -hmm. because obviously we come from a culture that is not very accepting of couples that live together before marriage yeah it's not it's not really common you You don't hear about it it's I mean yeah it's incredibly rare um and so what like what kind of advice would you give to couples who maybe can't move in together before they get married but would want to get to know each other a little more and like kind of more intimately well I guess here's where definitely the open uh conversations need to happen and not just like easy questions like it has to be hard questions you know like questions that you're gonna that you're gonna squirm hearing and that like that might make the person feel uncomfortable when when you're answering and you have to be super honest as well like you can't Mm. hold anything back and um you know if that's happening over coffee or over dinner then it's it's fine maybe it's like a neutral space but you need to be so honest with all these difficult questions like you know I don't know if you want to talk about you know kids is sometimes a bit of a touchy subject sometimes you can talk about that talk about money talking about you know sexual preferences sexual experiences like you know a lot of that that like the stuff that you know you probably wouldn't think about talking about but you know it's just it's gonna because you're both like confronted with these with these like difficult questions 
mm-hmm. and um you're both answering of course it's like you know uh it's a give and take both parties have to partake um yeah i think that's that's probably yeah that's 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 one of my recommendations anyway that you know don't be afraid to ask the hard questions that you feel are important for the progression of your relationship um because it will also like ultimately help you make the decision if you do want to commit to this person or if this person is not right for you yeah i agree i um i've just i've got another like hard question written on my list and um i think this one is a bit can be a bit of a touchy one because you're right like do you want kids sometimes that's a deal breaker for people mm. um but and and how or like how how do you spend money like what's your attitude to money that can be a bit of a deal breaker because like if you're really frugal and you're planning to marry someone who's just like spend 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 that can be an issue yeah but the question so another touchy question what do you consider cheating oh that's an interesting one okay yeah i think that i that that's one that isn't i don't think is talked about as, as much that what what do you consider cheating and what are your attitudes to sex because you're completely right like sexual preference and stuff is so important you need to be able to have that like be on the same level and if if one person is kind of like more into their kinks and fetishes that's absolutely fine Mm. it can probably be introduced down the line when you you guys are a lot more comfortable with each other but it is um it is a conversation that needs to be had and can i just say it shouldn't be a conversation that's had like really kind of casually and blase like you guys are driving down and someone and like you know there someone ask what do you what do you think about rimming like <laughs> <laughs> just like because casually like, on the great west road <laughs> literally driving down to your grandma's house like i'm introducing you to my family and you're asking me this question what do you mean like what's your (laughs) because also that's gonna like that's gonna i don't like you'll swerve off the road literally and you'll just be all like ah what the hell no oh my god God, or like whatever your attitude to rooming is but like if you're if you're (laughs) oh my god rooming um Um, listeners please tell us what your attitude to rooming (laughs) yes please (laughs) drop us an email oh my goodness um yeah but if you're sitting there and you're like having like you're sitting down and the intention is to have a really honest conversation about your sexual preference or about what you think cheating is i think that's a lot better to do it and like everyone knows what everyone's intentions in the conversation are Mm. um and everyone knows that whatever is being said is like you know honesty so if that was me and i was driving down the road and someone asked me like what's your opinion on bdsm i'd probably think that it's like it's like they're starting up and like leading up to a funny story like i wouldn't i wouldn't take that as you're into serious it conversation and you know. yeah exactly exactly i just think like oh okay here we go what who do you know that's into bdsm yeah. what, what are you gonna tell me um so yeah so i think i think the setting does need to be like that it's a. Uh, a serious conversation is happening yeah it Um, needs to be um a safe space where you make mm -hmm. it clear like that you're not judging the person of course because you know you don't you as like someone opening up don't want to feel attacked and vice versa like you also don't want to feel judged and all of that stuff because you're being like your most open and honest and raw self 
and yeah it's 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 important to make it like a nice safe neutral space to be to be like listen i'm here i'm happy to listen to you and as, as long as we're both being honest then this could be like really great for our, for our re- uh, relationship yeah it is it is quite easy for people i think to be um quite judgy when it comes to like sex and it's stuff. true yeah um, yeah but uh, yeah you're right like just try not to be as um you know as judgy just just be open-minded and mm. um so okay with the with the cheating one i want to ask you what do you what do you consider cheating uh what do i consider cheating oh what are the options i mean everything everything is on the table everything's on the table do you know what like do you do you think a lap dance is cheating no okay lap dances aren't cheating going to sex workers isn't cheating interesting not to me no i, I just i don't know I, I just feel like it's fine do you it's fine it's cool what, okay um i don't know I, I feel like maybe more on the emotional side yeah. i think that's like to me that that would that would definitely hurt me a lot more um yeah because yeah i because it's like when when you share a special bond with someone and like it kind it kind of like you feel like it gets kind of like replicated with someone else mm-hmm. it can it can be a bit painful because you're like oh i thought you know this 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 connection was only between us or whatever like of course you've got your like um polyamorous relationships where they like love multiple people and that's great that's fine and if you're like you know in in into that kind of agreement that's 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 also good but if you if you don't know if it's kind of like like done behind your back then then i would i would find it a bit a bit difficult to swallow yeah what about you i i think it does depend as well um i don't consider i don't consider a lap dance cheating um I think I don't know I would because I can get quite um possessive (laughs) yes you're a Pisces we know yes yes (laughs) just a tad in a cute way uh no no I'm not I mean okay um so I would I would say like my line is a kiss I think if you kiss someone else but also there's there's the intention with that if you're kissing someone that you've been flirting with for like the whole night or like you know you guys are colleagues and you're like it's your work wife or work husband and there's you're out one night and then you share a kiss see I don't like this work wife work husband thing it's because like am I not good enough for you like you need someone else in your work I don't like that really yeah i find it be like like who are you like why are you kind of like edging into my territory i just think it's like another name for like best friends i but, don't know yeah, but i feel like, like I don't know. some people yeah. take it too far and they're just like oh oh, oh 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 yeah no i've seen like work wives and husbands that sit on each other's laps like that's no, a bit too much have man. Some boundaries especially have in the workplace in the work i know goodness, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got you. Yeah. Punching my pearls. <laughs> oh my gosh, my heavens. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want you kissing your work wife. That's not okay with I me. I will not kiss my work wife. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. No. Um, 
Yeah, I think, yeah, anything. So kissing and beyond, I would consider cheating. That's a nice band name. What, kissing and beyond? (laughs) Would it be, would it be a screamo, um, a screamo band? Yeah, it would. Kissing and beyond. Okay, cool. Kissing and beyond. Kissing and beyond. (laughs) So I think that's a good note to leave off on. Um, I think it's important to say though that, um, like while you like you can be in a committed relationship, um, you probably can't fully know the person that you're with. Um, but you know, also not to like for like to, to say, oh, be strangers to each other because, you know, that's also not good. Um, yeah. I think so yeah before before we completely go off tangent we're gonna say goodbye so thanks for listening to love and other stuff uh join us next time for another episode bye thanks everyone bye Bye.